everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 297 and today's topic is the reading of the book The Tale of the Park Hill Crew written by your very own host Alicia Shanice. Today we will be reading um, the chapter Studio Love, Studio and Love, I'm sorry, Studio and Love. That is on pages 125 through 136. And I decided to come off for a bonus episode by this chapter is so short, um, and especially by I'm so behind. So tune on in and let's get into the show and let's talk the tale of the Park Hill crew. You can purchase the book directly off of Amazon. Um, the link is in the description. It is available in ebook form and paperback so if you download it for if you purchase it for ebook it's downloaded instantly and you can even download a free sample um where it lets you read a few pages for free and you can get it in paperback form where it will be shipped within a few days so you know support 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 check me out check me out check me out and listen to the audio game uh we try to get it out each sunday but i was a little sick so it's a little little delayed so i'm coming on with this bonus episode uh this friday we will be recapping bmf as it returns for season three uh more than likely i'll get it out friday but if not it'll be sometime saturday evening um as always if you have any recap requests if you have any um brands that you're you know you got going on any businesses that you're doing any music that you're working on hit your girl up recap requests with that being tv shows movies docuseries music albums if you have music you would like for me to promote or shout out if you have any businesses or brands that you would like for me to promote or shout out hit your girl up Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram is Alicia Shanice Reviews. And email is Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me. Everything is free of charge. Why? Because I love who loves me. I love to support who supports me. And I just love to spread love back. So hit your girl up. Even if it's just to say what's up, that's cool too. It can be inbox, DM, or email. If you listen to the podcast on Spotify, hit the follow button for me. It helps your girl out. And while you're on Spotify, check out my music playlist. Got every genre. Your girl got some long-range music ears. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves in that search engine. One playlist will populate. Click on that picture profile. It takes you to the rest of them. And like I said, every genre. R&B, hip-hop, rock, gospel, blues, oldies. Got it all, got it all, got it all. So on that note, let's get into the show. This is episode 297, and let's talk the tale of the Park Hill crew. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice and I'm just coming in and check in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at all time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. 
visit tbookedit, T-B-B-O-O-K-E-D-I-T. Follow them on Instagram, on Instagram, or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. Tell little Park Hill crew, volume one, tap into Alicia Shanice Reviews. How you gonna have a clear mind when you was eight and see your sister die? Two years older than him, baby, was ten, he held her in his arms. Traumatized the pain of losing siblings, that shit really hard. So I can't wanna play ball, but they don't pay off like the streets at all. On top of that, don't make it better that his daddy died. Not natural causes, young and pops committed suicide. Trying to get that monkey off your back, it's like a do or die. They say when it's your time, then it's your time, guess it was time for Carl. Terry a good mind, but losing kids is hard to cope with. Husband gone, son's in the street, no, she don't want this. Aside the others, out of three kids, so now he run shit. Cause dude's been doing crack, dealing with all these tragic moments. 1994 came up in Detroit, a real D-boy. Trying to teach his little brother to be the one and not the decoy. But got his little cousin out here trapping all in the streets for him. Story Jones, Big Burke, I'll tell the rest, just keep the beat going. Chapter 6, page 125, Studio in Love. When Damien makes it home, Angel is already sitting on his porch waiting on him. Damn, shorty, you beat me here, he says laughing. Mia was leaving, so she just dropped me off. Damien walks up the steps and onto the porch and unlocks the door. Okay, that's what's up. They walk into the house together, and it's pitch black. Damien flips on the living room light. Angel looks around and notices they don't have much furniture, and the house has a lot of stuff wrong with it. Where your mom at? I don't know. He replies, she ain't gonna be mad. I'm here, this late is she? Damien laughs to himself. <laughs> His mom <clears throat> has yet to pay much attention to who comes and goes. Nah, she ain't gonna care, shorty. But my room downstairs. Damien leads Angel down to his room. She looks around. There's not much there except for a TV sitting on the stand next to his bed and new clothes and shoes all over the place. So you see a little spot, huh? She asks. Somewhere to keep my sanity and stay out of my mom's face. I feel you on that. My mom is the main reason I'm living with Mia now. Yeah, 
It'd be like that. You want to watch a movie? We ain't got no cable, but I got a collection. Yeah. What movies you got? Damien points to the corner where she finds a case of full of DVDs and grabs the movie of Bronxdale. Oh my God, this is one of my favorite movies, she says, smiling. Word, mine too. Angel puts the movie into the DVD player. Damien cuts off all the lights and they lie in bed together. I had a good time with you last night, she whispers in his ear. You did? He asks, surprised. Yeah, I'm really feeling you. I have been looking at you for a while since I've been living with Mia. See you walking around all the time. Is that right, shorty? Yeah. So, you sure you ain't got no girlfriend? Never had one, he says with a quickness. Boy, stop lying, she says laughing. I ain't lying. I mean, I have talked to plenty of girls. But no relationship. All I think about is money in the studio. Well, I hope you take a chance with me, she says in a flirtatious tone. We will see, young lady, he says, joking. So, you say your mom's is the reason you moved in with crazy ass Mia? Her mom and my aunt. <coughs> made me come to their house <clears throat> when she found out I was living on the streets. My mom is on drugs and I was being put through a lot living with her. So I ended up running away. Damn, shorty. Sorry to hear that. But to be honest, my mom be on the same bullshit. She been doing that shit since I was a baby. And my pops been locked up all my life. Wow, same here, she tells him, amazed by how much they have in common. She shares with him how she was being abused by her mom's boyfriend. And sometimes her mom would not come home for weeks at a time. He tells her about what he's been through with his mom and her being an addict as well. He starts to really relate to her life and respects her honesty as she continues to open up about things most people would not share with someone they just met. They end up having sex, and she stays the entire night, with the two building a bond over their similar upbringings. Early the next morning, he walks her home. But later that same day, Damien is at home bagging all his weed, and his phone rings. Yo, he answers. What up, Holmes? The guy says on the other end. Carlos? Damien says surprised. Yeah, what up, homie? Carlos says excited. Damn, bro. It's been a minute. How you been? Yeah, it's been a grip, bro. I've been chilling. You know how we go. Yeah, I can imagine. You on the east side and shit? Hell yeah. But I need to holler at you about something. Is it cool if I swing through about six this evening? Yeah, for sure. Come through. I'll be this way all day. Bet. 
I'll see you when I get there, says Carlos. They hang up. Damien starts to walk into the corner store as Shaquem and Carmen walk down the street holding hands. Look at the lovebirds, he shouts, getting their attention. They stop walking so he can catch up with them. We just seen Angel sitting on Mia's porch, says Carmen. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Yeah, she asked if we talked to you yet today. Damien just looks. Don't act like that, D. You know you like her, Carmen says, teasing him. She cool, sis, he says, playing it cool and laughing at the same time. As the three of them stand on the corner, talking, Black Tony and Katie pull up on the side of them in the car. What the hell y'all little hoodlums up doing? Black Tony asks. He asks in a joking, matter, joking manner. <laughs> Shit. Headed to the store, Shaquem tells him. Shaquem and Damien walk up to the car, giving them some dap. Y'all little niggas want to roll to the dice game with us? Where at? Damien asks. Big Bud Crib, says Black Tony. Man, that nigga stay far out. I got to meet somebody in my crib at six, Damien tells him. Look, nigga, we'll be back by then, Black Tony yells aggressively. All right, I'll roll with y'all. Me too. Hold on a minute, Shaquem says, walking back over to Carmen. Katie starts laughing from the passenger seat and says, this little nigga got to go ask for permission. Black Tony and Damien both look at Shaquem, and the three of them start laughing. You going to be mad if I roll with them for a while? Shaquem asks Carmen. No, I have to finish my report anyways. I love you, Mocha. I love you too, Shy. Be careful. You want me to have Black Tony pull you around to your house? Nah. I know how to walk myself. Go on ahead. Shaquem kisses her on the cheek and jumps in the car. Bye, Carmen. Black Tony yells at the car, trying to be funny, knowing he came onto her when he drove her home from the show and made her feel uncomfortable. She waves back at him quickly and walks off. Shaquem and Damien don't think twice about their awkward exchange because they don't know he gave her a ride that night. When they pull up at Big Bud's house, Shaquem and Damien are so amazed at how nice it is. With him being from their same neighborhood, now once again, Big Bud was a sides OG who also used to roll with Carl. And carries the reputation of someone you would call official. He's 100% hustler. With the notoriety of being no stranger of putting a murder game down as well. With no hesitation. And made his money and moved out of town. And opened some stores. Since he moved back to Detroit, he's been opening up his home. Letting people from the neighborhood come over for fish fries, barbecues, card games, etc. He has a lot of love for both Shaquem and Damien because back in the day, he used to make money with Damien's dad and knows Slim got Brenda hooked on crap. He was once close to Carl and Terry and knows all the hell Shaquem has been through. When they ring the doorbell,
his wife. <clears throat> Cheryl opens it, rolling her eyes. Before the boys can ask for him, she blurts out. He downstairs and walks away. The four of them walk downstairs and Big Bud is already down there gambling with some other older dudes. They all start shooting dice. Damien opts out early, sitting after he started losing. Watching the clock and wondering what Carlos wants to meet him about. And knowing the connection Carlos has with his uncle, being one of the biggest connects in Detroit, as soon as Damien befriended Carlos in the detention center, he always saw the bigger picture. He becomes anxious. Yo, bro, I need to get back to the hood, he yells over to Black Tony. Hold on a minute, I'm on a roll, says Black Tony, focusing on the game. Nigga, I told you I had to be home by six. Damn, nigga, all right, just give me a few more minutes. Then I'll take you, Black Tony says, frustrated. Damien starts to pace, growing even more impatient. Hey, yo, KD. Drop me off first, man. Come back over here and pick this nigga up. Chill, D. They coming, Shaquem whispers. I said I'm coming. Chill the fuck out, Black Tony barks, getting aggravated. When 520 arrives, Damien grows furious. Due to the long drive back, Black Tony ends up losing his money the last round and blames Damien for rushing him and drops him and Shaquem off. When they pull up at Damien's house, Carlos and his cousin Jose are already in front of the house waiting. Damien jumps straight out the car, not saying a word to Black Tony or Katie. Shaquem gives them a pound and hops out the car. They both walk up to Carlos' car and get in the back seat. What's up, my brother? Carlos says. What's up, bro? Sorry I'm late. It's all good, bro. I know I should be. Yo, this is my cousin, Sha. Come on. Sha, it's Carlos. What up, bro? They say to each other, shaking hands. Carlos introduces both of them to his cousin, Jose. What you got for me? Because I know you ain't come all this way for nothing. Carlos looks over at Sha, Kim. Can I talk freely? He asks Damien. Hell yeah. It's my right hand right here. Damien tells him. Cool. You right. I ain't come all this way for nothing. Damien laughs. <laughs> Talk to me. Look, my uncle got this big-ass score for us, but I need someone with me who I can trust. No doubt. What's the score? It's in Ohio. My uncle knows this club where they got some shit stashed from a heist, and he needs us to go get it. In Ohio? Damien says, hesitant. Yeah, Ohio. My uncle already got a dude working for him as security on the inside. All we got to do is get in and get out. Damien lowers his head as if he's resisting. Yo, D, I'm talking big money and dope, Carlos says, trying to persuade him. My brother just got locked up in Ohio trying to make a big move, Shaquem says. I hear you. But my uncle ain't going to have us doing nothing we can't handle. And it's an easy lick, says Carlos.
when you try to do this, that's Damien. <clears throat> this Friday, it's the strip club. And that's the night with the crowd. We can pull this off, be in and out. Fuck it, I'm in, Damien blurts out. Shaquem looks at him in shock. Bet, Carlos says, smiling. Cardell about this too? Hell no. I love my bro, but he a wild card. And I need somebody who I can trust, who is solid. I'll go, but Shaquem got to roll with us too. That's cool. It can be the four of us, says Carlos. Sha, you down? Damien asks him. I don't know, cuz, Shaquem says with hesitation. My uncle ain't gonna put us in no fucked up situation. You can just be the lookout, Carlos tells him. Shaquem looks at Damien for an easy out. However, Damien pushes him more. I need you, Sha. Who I trust more than you? All right, man, I'll go, Shaquem says reluctantly. Cool, I'll pick y'all up Friday. <clears throat> Carlos says excited. Hell yeah, this can be a nice setup. Shit ain't really been the same since the side been locked up, Damien says excited. Oh yeah, we do this right for my uncle. He gonna set us up nice. Bet, your uncle got you rolling good. It's a nice-ass whip, Damien tells him. You do this shit with me, D, and I'll introduce you to my uncle. Yo, bro, I need that introduction. So Friday, I'll meet y'all here. We take off, and we back Saturday. I'm talking in and out. Cool, Damien says, giving both Carlos and Jose some dap and getting out the car. As they walk back to Shaquem's house, Damien and Shaquem express having different feelings about the situation. With Damien being all excited and Shaquem wanting to pull out of it. I don't know about this, D. If Asai find out, he gonna kick both of our ass. He ain't gonna find out, Sha. And even if he do, so what? We need this money. Working with Julio might help us get him out and get a better lawyer. Carlos' uncle has connections. I trust Carlos like a brother, but you my blood, you gotta go. I hear you, D, but I'm not sure about this shit right here. Look, Shy, I love Asai. He taught me the game, but I ain't going out like him. I'm gonna get my money up first and make this music shit work. I dream for our, old, our whole crew but I need you by my side. Shaquem looks at him and can see how serious he is. <clears throat> Fucking with Carlos will take us to Julio and he can make shit pop for us for real. All right, then. I'll go for you. Yes. Thanks, fam, he says, giving Shaquem a hug. That night, Kim lets Shaquem use her new car to go to the studio. And he picks up Carmen, Damien, and Lucky to go with him. As they're driving there, Damien contemplates on, on if he's getting in over his head with Carlos. Even more, if Shaquem can handle this, knowing he brought him into the hustling game, 
And if Asai was free, that would not be the case. Carmen notices Shaquem's mood shift as if he has more on his mind than usual. When they arrive at the studio, Lucky steps in the booth first, laying his brush down. Yo, look, you and Kato might have to hold it down Friday night for the show. Me and Shaq gonna be out of town. Where the hell y'all going? He asks. I'll fill you in later, but I need you and Kay to hold us down, Damien tells him. Hell no. I ain't going on stage without Shy. Park Hill just won't perform this week, Lucky yells from the booth. Bro, we can't do that. People in the city feeling us. We got the victory last week. It's too early to be losing that momentum. I don't know about this shit, bro. I ain't ready, Lucky said, shaking his head. Look. This trip a big deal, and I need Shy with me. Plus, Carmen gonna be on stage with y'all. No, I'm not, she blurts out. Come on. You not acting scared too, sis. Man, y'all ready. I believe in y'all. I said no, she yells, looking at Damien funny. No one there up to something that is not good. What you mean, no, Shaquem asked her. Where y'all going, Shaquem? She asks. Can't tell you right now, sis, Damien tells her. She looks at him and rolls her eyes. Look, y'all will be okay. Let me play you something, Damien tells them as he plays the new beat he has been working on. Damn, sound dope, Lucky tells him, bobbing his head. Yo, Stone! Damien calls. <clears throat> Moments later, Stone walks downstairs. Listen to this, Unc. Damien smiles, turning up the beat. Stone bobs his head to the beat and smoking his cigar. You getting good, young blood. This shit sound good. Damien smiles from his approval. This the beat I was just telling you about. <clears throat> Shaquem tells Carmen. You got this, Mocha. Kato and Lucky gonna be right by your side holding you down, he says, kissing her on the cheek. Carmen still seems reluctant. I tell you what, sis. You can even take Tasha on stage with you, Damien tells her to reassure her. I still want to know where y'all going. Shaquem. And this better not have nothing to do with no female. Damien cuts her off. Now, sis, this nigga gonna be with me. And you know damn well I ain't going out of town miss, missing no money and no shows for no bitches. She looks at him. No, you wouldn't. But if y'all not telling us where you going, it gotta be some dangerous. Carmen, chill. Everything gonna work itself out, Shotgun tells her. Fine, I won't start tripping. But can you take me home, please? I got school in the morning. You performing, right? Damien asks her. She ignores him and walks up the steps. I'll get her to perform, Shaquem whispers to him. Bet. Tell her to calm down, Damien says. Shaquem laughs. Let me run her to the crib. I'll be right back. The entire ride to Carmen's house is silent. As Shaquem pulls in her driveway, he asks her what her problem is. What y'all up to, Shy? 
Man, don't start tripping, Mocha. I just got to roll with my cousin on this. I'll tell you after. When Damien gets home in the middle of the night, he lies in bed with all the lights off. And his phone is on silent. He looks over to see his phone blinking. Angel again. She has been calling back to back. He reaches to answer, quickly changing his mind. He doesn't need the distraction. In his mind, he feels he's doing just fine and does not want a female to get in his head. He likes her, but has never been in a relationship before and is scared to have those type of feelings. He turns the phone over and ignores the call. Getting crazy. I keep on looking in my rearview like they trailing me. I keep on having crazy thoughts. I'm drinking heavy lean. Mind moving faster than my actions. I need steady speed. Practice what you preach. I'm still evolving. It's me checking me. Solid all these years. I feel I owe you some. Technically, I'm still paranoid. I'm riding around with heavy weaponry. Strapped the ARP across my chest. This bitch invested me. Trying to find a time to give a fuck is a test of me. Tried to tell myself to say fuck it, but I can't let it go. Mental trials and tribulations. Just like you, I just don't let it show. You love me. You ain't gotta say a word. Actions let me know. I love you. You ain't gotta think twice. Can call on me for show. Court dates and hearses got me sick. I need medication. Light a wood and burn that old booster. That's my meditation. Plans with no action is just a dream. Quit procrastinating. Me props while I'm grinding. When I win, don't say congratulations. I owe myself for all the shit that I done lost. Every day ain't sunny, it's ups and downs. You gotta push through. Why the fuck I feel I'm close to falling off? You ain't never gonna fall off. That's the devil talking, nigga. Keep grinding. I take this crystal trying to kill these crazy thoughts. I'm riding solo, fuck the world. Everybody vibing off. If everybody claim they solid, white lies keep getting tossed. You fuck with them, can't fuck with me. It's certain lines you can't cross. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice. 